0: Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn
1: about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to episode 158 of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. DJ Pig is not here today, uh, but I might have filled his spot with two uh, guests that would probably be considered superior. I think we're going to have a really good episode today. If you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, uh, we have someone that has uh, a li- had a little bit of experience with the stock market, also plays guitar. Uh, let's go ahead and get you introduced, Mr. Gibson. Well, I'm Andy Gibson. I'm the, uh, I guess, the resident stock guy today. You are. You're the resident stock uh, expert and advisor, and pretty soon, I haven't told you this yet, but you will be handling uh, all you need to know is investments. So I just That's wanted great. to I just wanted to give you a quick heads up. And then we also have joining us today, Thad Buchanan. Now, Thad is a part of the and 2 k team, but he is here today mainly to talk about Dogecoin and how he has, I don't want to speak for you or put words in your mouth, Thad, but you have invested uh, quite a lot. One might consider saying life savings into Dogecoin
2: uh yeah it's kind of like a doomsday prepper scenario i got basically my entire future put in but i'm ready for a better future than what i have right now hashtag uh, dogecoin army doge to a dollar dogecoin okay so that, that's wow.
1: yeah doge wow uh Thad is here to really pump dogecoin and hopefully uh i think this is probably an underlying uh motive for Thad, and he's trying to just get a lot of people to buy dogecoin after this episode airs but we've got a lot to get to today um and and some might say now you guys got into the game a little late right we're, we're we we are we on the back end we don't know that's the thing we're, we might be right in the middle of it we might be right in the beginning of all this but there is a lot going on with the stock market usually it was something that you ignored uh for me for the longest time i just had the stocks app just you know hidden somewhere in a random folder in my phone i didn't need that right i, I mean did you Whenever you guys were kind of, you know, before your stock market expertise and and those things that kind of gave you a little bit of experience with the stock market, was it something that you considered boring and like off in the distance?
0: I uh, I never messed with it because I didn't understand it.
1: Right. I think I think some people think that it's scary, that it's intimidating. Thad, were you one of those people that just kind of said, I, I don't need the stock market? You know, that's for that's for the people with the big suits up in up in Wall Street.
2: Well, I thought I wouldn't need it because I was going to be a teacher, so I wouldn't really have to ever look for money anywhere. So that was the first game plan. Um, then I realized that backfired on me. I added one too many zeros to the future paycheck than I thought there was. Right. And then, uh, but now I used to think I was wasn't smart enough. But then I started watching TV a little bit more and listening to kind of just some of the big wigs of the world, and realized, oh wait, I actually can do this for sure, like no yeah. problem.
1: And before we started recording the episode, you actually said that you've learned more on YouTube in this past week than you have uh, from your entire public education. Can you go ahead and confirm that you said that?
2: Yes, I'll be teacher. honest. Yeah, Dr. Shu, uh, you wasted my time. All right, opportunity cost, we got it. I loved you as a person, but I didn't learn Jack
1: okay. in college. So Thad Buchanan, uh, not only is he – investing all of his money in Dogecoin and getting behind the Doge army. He might even be a leader of the Doge army, but he's also maybe starting a movement to make YouTube our public education instead of the regular K through 12 track. So that's very interesting, but let's go ahead. We've got a lot to get to. We're talking, I mean, this this could be split up into three topics, but we're, we're, we're gonna cover all three of them at once. Let's go ahead and get into it. This is episode 158. Today's episode, The Stonk Market, GameStop Mania, and Dogecoin. It is the classic david versus goliath story you have the the big mean wall street investors and then you have your armchair investors your basement investors the living with your mom investors right living with your parents investors there are a lot of different ways to put it, a lot of different labels but how do you guys feel i think this is you know the classic one versus 16 upset that everyone loves to see uh, was it time for this? Andy, do you think that this is something that was a, a long time coming for the suits on wall street? Just like UNBC.
0: it was the right time. It's the right place. It's happening.
1: It's happening. We're in the middle of it. And, and mm-hmm. Thad, you've, you've told me that you're very excited about everything that's happening. Uh, it, it's nice to it, kind of stick it to them and be a part of this movement. Cause this is history, or at least it's going to be a movie that, you know, uh, uh, what was what was that movie that came out uh, probably a couple of years ago? The Big Short, right? So we're going to have like, yes. we're going to have uh, What's-His-Face that plays uh, the Batman, and he played the main character in that movie.
2: He played Christian Bale? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. So Bale we're
1: going yeah. to have Christian Bale playing a man in his basement, uh, and he's going to be stealing money by doing something that no one really thought was a great idea, buying a ton of GameStop stock. Uh, that was that. That's something that I was definitely a little concerned about. But Dad, do you enjoy? Because uh, originally I was asking a question, and then we got off on a on a you know a different track because I forgot who uh, the Batman was. But go ahead and tell us how you feel about this whole movement.
2: Absolutely, I think like you said, you nailed it. This is history. We're living history. All right, I write down sometimes things like current events. I like to keep in like a little thing so I can remember it. Right. I got to sit down the other day. I was like, man, I haven't done this a while. And I just got to January of 2021 and I filled a page. I'm talking, we're talking inauguration. We're talking capital attack. We're talking impeachments. And now we're talking the stonk wars of 2021. All right. It is history. We're seeing it is a mindset of war. All right. Just like when we have soldiers in Afghanistan. All right. They are the enemy, no matter what they look like. They're the enemy. Just like this, there's not a good there's not a good Wall Street person. There's not a good no one goes home to their kids after Wall Street and invests money and has a family where they take care of their kids. They're all bad people. We have to get that in our heads right now. All Every bad single people. one
1: of them. Bad people. You're exactly right. right. And Thad, you mentioned stonks. And that's something that people might not be familiar with. I think. For the audience that is tuning in today to listen to this episode of All You Need to Know, we kind of need to describe what stonks are. Now, I'll try to give my best uh, representation of a stonk, and Andy, if you can back me up here, because I, I might miss a few things. But a stonk uh, is is a meme. It's a joke, uh, and the best way to think of a stonk is a stock that is, you know, in being inflated because there's something funny. Because there are. You know a million people on reddit behind it that are trying to get it going would that be the the correct definition of a stonk is it, it's basically a a meme stock That that's
0: correct and there there's one major difference between a stonk and a stock a stonk only goes up a stock can go up and down but stocks <laughs> right. only go up
1: stonks stonks from what i've been told can only go to the moon and so I don't see, you know, people are buying in because every single stonk is going to the moon. What what do we have to lose? Uh, and, and we'll talk about going to the moon in just a little bit, because these stonks that we're discussing are, in fact, driven by memes. And that's another thing. I feel like we've talked about memes before on the podcast. But Thad, can you tell the audience what a meme is? Like, can you give a quick definition of a meme, maybe in
2: layman's terms? I'm, I'm glad you asked me this question queen because I'll be I have no freaking idea okay sure. for the last decade <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out I didn't even know what memes were all right the, this kids at middle school just absolutely berate me with that um, I have now gotten invested in the meme world in my opinion is it just a picture with a caption that is that is funny is there is that it I mean is that it? I'm asking. Is that oh, okay. it? You're asking I don't, you me, ask yeah. me. I'm asking you. I have well, no idea. I've invested I, I, so much money in it, though. No.
1: I th- I think that you have the right to be a little worried uh, that you have invested so much money, but I think you're right. I think it's just a picture with a caption. I think memes can also be maybe categorized as you know these funny videos that occasionally pop up. There's a fine line between you know a funny video and a meme, and I think at one point that's another war that we're going to come across is the fight between the funny videos and the memes, and and which one is defined as as which. I think that's a really important conversation, and we'll have that at some point. Maybe that's another episode later on. But uh, memes are are complex and they're hard to understand. And right now, that complexity. And that level of being hard to understand is directly correlated with what's going on with the stock market because you've got these stocks or these stonks, which Andy you pointed out, they only go up, but before they were going up, they weren't, right? I mean, they were dead. Why were right. these why were these stonks, you know, five, six dollars a share? Why were they so low?
0: Well, at that point, there were only stocks. And oh. now now they've adopted the meme and they've gone from stock to stonk. So they're so, only going up.
1: So some common stonks that we're seeing, GameStop, AMC, BlackBerry, Nokia, all of these, and I, I even heard that Blockbuster, I didn't know the, the liquidation of Blockbuster was was for some reason being shared and people could buy shares of, of a liquidated Blockbuster. All of these were struggling And then all of a sudden they became stonks instead of stocks and they're making uh, money off of these now. Is that correct? Do I understand? That's completely correct. Okay. So these dying businesses were, were, were were able to be bought, or I guess the shares were available. And now people are like, okay, let's buy all these. And then they're going to go to the moon. Is there anything else that I'm missing? Because something that I've heard about uh, a lot of people have heard about and a lot of people pretend like they know what they're talking about a short now Andy I mentioned the big short earlier is there a correlation between the big short and the shorts that are happening right now
0: there is so part of a of, of a stock becoming a stunk is these stocks get shorted into oblivion and that means that people are betting on them to go bankrupt and then you get a group of rabid redditors, that jump in and say, well, I don't want GameStop to go bankrupt. So they buy up all the shares that they possibly can. I mean, they're pulling pennies out of couches to buy stocks. Right, And they buy up all these shares, and then gradually this stock becomes a stonk. It kind of evolves.
1: Wow. So we are seeing a a process of evolution right in front of us. Uh, and so not only are we being a we're a part of history but we're also a part of evolution and so that is those are two things you know if if you have put money into some stocks go ahead and pat yourself on the back because that's something to be excited about and I, and andy and Thad and myself actually are, are patting ourselves on our backs but they're driven by memes they're also driven by these war cries right because if you get on social media if you get on reddit i think some very common war cries that you see out there right now are diamond strong hands hold for gold you might even just see hold you might see, the, the the most popular one to the moon to the moon why do these phrases get people so riled up it's provocative gets the people going okay that makes sense yeah
2: i mean think about the national anthem okay the the way that it inspires people now let's not think about the last few years with the national anthem you know because it's been rough but let's think about the national anthem and how it inspires people before the game or right, before the big game. That is exactly what these are. All right? they're, they're inspirational terms, inspirational phrases that just incite, incite violence in war. And then the good times, the moon.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I was with you with the, with getting people fired up like the national anthem does before a game, then you might've uh, you know, gotten a little political. And then you even said that I, I don't know if the metaphor continued to inciting violence and war, but, We'll go ahead and move past that, okay? It was a it was a decent metaphor, but then there were definitely some holes. It was taking on water. Uh, I agree. These phrases that we are seeing on social media—I mean, people are passionate about it. Uh, I've even put out a couple, you know, hold, hold. You have to continue to hold the stocks. They want us to sell. You 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 lose when you sell. There are all these different phrases that are people people are shouting to the mountains. Um, but the, my favorite of course, diamond strong hands. Uh, I know, I know that Andy and myself have talked about another thing being diamond strong. Uh, we might not want to mention that on the podcast. It might be a little inappropriate, but to the moon, I think is my favorite, right? Do you guys do, I mean, you just say to the moon, you attach any stonk, really any stock you say, Hey, AMC to the moon. Hey, GameStop to the moon. Is that your guys' favorite as well?
0: It's my favorite, and uh, you can even take it farther with with some of these stonks with the trajectory they're on. I think that they might already be colonizing the moon, and now they're aiming for Pluto or Andromeda or beyond the observable universe.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. So uh, outside of the the known universe uh, is another thing that you could maybe say on, on social media. Not as short and sweet as to the moon, but that makes sense. Uh, Thad, have you, have you texted or posted anything on social media that says, hey, I'll see you on the moon because of your uh, current stock holdings?
2: Um, I'll be honest. I did not use Twitter until now. Uh, I've I've only used it to check local sports until this very moment where I've probably tweeted more in the last week than I have my entire life. I have 10 followers, but if you hashtag something, apparently everyone can see it, which is a huge deal. It's scary at the same time. Uh, I think I started out my career with To The Moon Uh, I feel like Doge, we got a little head start on everybody with the to the moon. All right. Lots of great memes. Doge on rocket to the moon. All right. Much wow. Okay. Much wow. Um, Yes. Yeah. I think my first one though was to the moon. I think I've tweeted that probably six times now and or retweeted to the moon. Yes.
1: And not only did you figure out more about, you know, cryptocurrencies in the stock market, but you also were able to figure out hashtags uh, in the past couple of weeks. And I think that that's really great. I'm really happy for you. Uh, That's a big step in in the social media game. Um, It really started though. I mean, we've talked about all these different stocks, sort of, but it started with GameStop and it was all over the news, right? So we're recording this uh, in in February of uh, 2021. and it started late January, the GameStop mania began. Why did GameStop rocket ship to the moon, Andy? Because some people don't understand.
0: Uh, well, there is a, uh, a now very popular Redditor that pointed out, hey, there is a, there are firms that are shorting more shares than what's physically available for this company. Go buy it and you can squeeze them. Right. And what that means is you can drive the price to the moon and beyond.
1: Right, so instead of the Big Short, which happened, uh, that was based on the 2008 financial uh, crisis, or of, of the uh, right of the oh my gosh, I, I've, I've the lost housing market, the housing market. Gosh, yes. I, I, I'm a little <laughs> rusty to tonight, and I apologize, guys. The housing market, Christian Bale, I remember those now. I've got them, okay, in case I need them for later. So instead of the Big Short, a movie that is made off of this, these events might be called the Big Squeeze. Is that possible? PG
0: 13. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to be careful. Don't type in the big squeeze on on your uh, Google browser because I'm not entirely sure yeah. what will come up. Uh, the, uh, Andy's, bad call. Andy is saying, no, you definitely should not type in the big squeeze. And we would definitely try to get it to a PG-13 rating, but who knows? Um, it's really interesting because basically from what I understand is all of the little people said, hey, the big people are trying to make a ton of money off of this company that we we'd love that we've grown up with that we've spent a lot of time in and they're trying to take gamestop and profit off of the fact that they're struggling so let's go ahead and turn it around on them and make them struggle now the best part about this is once this movement started and picked up steam gamestop in fact was going to the moon this stonk was going possibly out of the out of out of the solar system right then all of a sudden it stops. Everybody is everybody can't trade anymore. And and I was I was a part of that. I was ready to get in. I was ready for my diamond strong hands to hold even more stonks. And I wasn't able to trade. Thad, what happened?
2: Well, first off, I'm sitting here teaching, right? And I get all these kids here and I'm telling them to work on their own stuff because I got something I need to be watching right now. I told them it's on my last day. I won't be back tomorrow. Right. Uh, I'm sitting there, like watching, because you know I'm in Doge as well, and Doge had some problems that day as well. But I'm watching AMC. I'm watching this, this, boop, 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 and I'm seeing it go down. And I'm like, "What's going on? This can't be right." And that is when we get the hard news that, due to reasons beyond control, due to volatility. All right. Air quotations of these. Air quotations, just so you know. uh, You have the ability to only sell all right, not buy, which of course only promotes the idea of selling if you physically can't buy, all right, and yet that is what happens to Robinhood, which is full of the little investors, the little people investors, all right, which happens to be the major market that is pushing it. You take that away, you take that stock down, all right, very, very corrupt historical stuff. I lost it. I lost it at that moment.
1: It has angered a lot of you know armchair investors because who knows what would have happened if that if that trading would not have been halted? Now, Andy, you've been working the stock market for you know five or six months. You're an expert, basically. How do you how, how is this possible? How how was it that the little man was winning and then the big man said, Hey, we're gonna change the rules? You actually can't do that anymore. Uh, you guys need to stop trading all of those stocks. You can you can trade any other stock you want to, that's fine. But all the stocks that are hurting us, you guys have to stop.
0: Man, it's like when you're when you're kids and you're playing PS2 or PS3 probably in y'all's cases with your friend and uh you're playing you're playing something like Madden and you're just whooping it, right? Like you're laying it on. It's a blowout. Yeah. And your friend gets up off the couch, walks up to the TV
1: and unplugs it. That's pretty much what happened. And then they plug it back in, right? At one point and say, "Yeah, we can play again," but it's back right. to zero zero. So that advantage that you had is gone. And so that's a perfect metaphor. Uh, PS2, PS3, PS4, PS5, whatever PS, right? I would
0: I would even go as far to say it's the same thing as if they turn the game back on, but they only plug in one
1: controller. Wow, that's true. So wow. they went right. from it went from being a, a level playing field. It started out even. It started out where everybody had a shot, and then the the game was unplugged. The game was plugged back in but then you didn't have your controller fantastic mm-hmm. metaphor andy and that's why we brought you wow. in today to talk about this kind of stuff brilliant work Andy. so Thank proud you. of you andy so how the pros do it it's it's interesting that you say that because that movement was slowed down it lost momentum now of course the stock market is open monday through friday so the weekend didn't help as well but now we're moving into a new part of Ah, uh, this story, and we don't really know what's going to happen. Uh, we're recording this on Monday; it's going to come out on Wednesday. So, who knows what happens in the next couple of days? But you have to think that the movement lost a little momentum, and it would have been a lot worse for those uh, hedge fund managers that that were were being short squeezed. And so, the you know the squeeze might still come. Who knows? But I, I definitely think that it was unfair and it was crazy that it came down to those circumstances where they were able to basically control the market. Something that we mentioned earlier, it could be considered market, say it with me now, manipulation. 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 Thank you, That. So it's very interesting. We're going to see how this story plays out because it's going to play out. And people keep saying on the news, who's going to be left holding the bag? What that means is, what poor soul is going to lose the most money? There are going to be some people that probably go in real late on GameStop, and and then all of a sudden they say, "Whoa, what happened? I thought this was going to the moon," and and then they lose a bunch of money. But, like Andy said earlier. That's impossible because these are stonks and they're all going to the moon so just keep buying right. and everything's going to be fine it's just it the rocket's refueling that's all that's happening you have to refuel you have to put yeah. more fuel into the rocket in order to make it to the moon i mean everybody knows whenever we take trips to the moon there's a stop halfway uh you know you know people call it hashtag beaver dam right air quotations uh beaver dam to the moon you have to stop the rocket has to refuel and then get the rest of the way mm-hmm. there so it's simple i mean that's all that's happening and you're exactly right andy something that has come from this right the momentum kind of slowed down on the stocks but cryptocurrency Became a lot more popular, a lot more appealing to those investors that were like, "Hey, I've got some money, and I don't really know what I'm doing. I'd like to put it somewhere." So you saw a a large increase in Bitcoin, uh, and we're even going to talk to a little bit about Dogecoin. Which Thad, we've got a lot of questions for you and Andy. Whenever we're talking about Dogecoin, if you if you feel like you have any knowledge that you can uh, give to the conversation or or maybe help Thad, uh, depends on how he answers some of the questions. Uh, that would probably be very helpful, but what is cryptocurrency? A lot of people don't understand. Does anybody know? Because I don't.
0: You want to take this, Dad, or you want me to answer uh, it? <laughs> being,
2: being someone who's been in the crypto, I mean, golly, what's it been now? A month and a half at this point. Wow, being someone who's been in cryptocurrency as long as I have, uh, it's really—if I could make it simple, you know, I could talk about data and whatever, and computers and technology and shrimp, but I can't. But to get past that, really, it's the idea. Of giving value to something that in most eyes could be worth nothing. But the most, the more that people give it value, the more that it starts to attain value. Just well, like I, the dollar. Just like the dollar, right? Right. So now, for instance, let me just, and this is just going on top of my head, Dogecoin. All right? We give a Dogecoin, a share, a piece of value, right? It is it is the people deciding what is valuable, not a government right? So that if America collapsed today, today, tanked this very moment, and everything in my bank was worth nothing, I still have Doge. I can still walk right over to our friends, the Canadians, and use Doge, okay? A universal currency is what you're saying. It is the future of a universal currency, absolutely.
1: just a quick question before we ask some uh, more serious questions. Could I go up to a McDonald's and pay for my uh you know big mac in dogecoin not yet and that is exciting news good answer so you kind of described what dogecoin is as far as how it you know obtains value but like what doge what is doge i mean i thought that was a meme like in 2013 2014 right and some people are saying doggy coin is it doggy coin Mm -hmm. or dogecoin
2: That has been a struggle this week, has been watching some of these YouTube videos with the pronunciation of doggy coin because it's a slap in the face to someone like me who's put their mortgage on it. Okay. Right. right? If you're gonna put money into it, then call it what it is. It's it's dope. And you're absolutely right. It's based on a meme in 2013, 2014. All right.
1: It's it's just a picture of a of a dog. I'm not really sure what do you know what breed the dog is? It's an Enu.
2: Is that how it's pronounced? Andy, am I correct on that? Enu. Sure. Andy, says yes.
1: Andy says yes. So that's what it is. Um, so that, that's really interesting that it's basically uh based on a, a meme from a while ago, and now it's somehow making money for people. It it's very, it's very much confusing. And I'm sure people that are listening ha- are either you know staring off in the distance, thinking about something else, or they've already turned this podcast off. But let's go ahead and ask some questions for you, Thad, because you are someone that. Has a lot invested in Dogecoin, so how is it? And and this is true. How is it having your entire life savings invested into
2: Dogecoin? Um, You know, for a long time, I felt like I got in a rut where you know I just I needed something else to excite me every day, something to a reason to get up every morning. All right, and then I get a text. Right. About this thing to check out called Dogecoin, right? Because I, along with 99.9% of Americans, downloaded Robinhood as soon as COVID happened to try to gain a couple bucks, right? Sure. So I look at this Dogecoin, and of course I see dollar signs immediately. I see the potential in something worth less than a penny. I see that great potential that it has. What do you um, have to lose? So I'm, you know, absolutely nothing. What do I have to gain? Absolutely everything. Right. All right, and I realized hey. Um, Hey, here's my how much money I have. Oh, I only. How, what if I talk my wife into only spending fifty dollars on each other for Christmas this year, so that I could take that other fifty I set aside and put it to Doge and start get this train rolling? So I do, of course. So that's kind of just it, it is. It is a thrill every day to see this. This. I mean, like. I mean, I'm. I'm getting ready to blast off. The countdown yes. numbers are there.
1: Right. And, and it and, is. and The smoke is, is rising, today. and 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 you're waiting for this rocket to just absolutely break through the stratosphere. Um, but the question was your entire life savings, and you mentioned that you put $50 yeah. into Dogecoin. Is that your entire life savings?
2: No. Well, just like any addiction, it starts with something, right, and ends with usually something more. Uh, so $50 became it. the niece's Christmas present. Uh, the niece's Christmas present uh, became father's hospital bill. Uh, father's hospital bill uh, became – the college loans, the college loans became the mortgage. Right. All right. So but guess everything. what? It's going to matter when it, when I'm on the moon because I'll have right lots you'll, of money. You'll have and you'll have if you ha-
1: if you're on the moon, you'll have lots of money. Now, Andy, let's just say you were a someone's financial advisor. Do you feel like this decision by Thad to place so much faith in a currency that as you pointed out, less worth less than a penny when he first got into it and has gotten as high as what, seven? It's worth eight. Eight. Okay. Worth eight cents. Is that smart, Andy?
0: Well, I have to say, so I don't get labeled as a market maker, that I am not a financial advisor and nothing I say is financial advice. Right. Right. Right but I, I love a good YOLO play, which is you take your life savings and you just yeet it into something. I'm right. a fan of that, but you also got to diversify and then take out your initial investment once you profit. Let okay. the rest ride.
1: Okay, that makes sense, that makes sense. Now, after hearing that, Thad, that gives you a reason to kind of be a little bit more comfortable, but why is it that you believe so much in Dogecoin? I mean, it's just a meme, it's just a dog.
2: Right, I think, that's, I think it's a great question. I've always had a great eye for potential, first off, so that's one reason. Uh, You know, seeing on Twitter, seeing the fan base, the community around Dogecoin, whether it be fake accounts for Elon Musk, um, whether it be liars who say, if you like this, I'll buy $100 of Doge, and then finding out they have no followers and it's their fifth fake account, whether it be those people, the community is insane. The Facebook groups are insane. Um, there's just so many people behind cause here's the thing. It's not about Doge. It's not about the dog, the meme, it's about the people behind it. Every right. good leader needs someone behind him. Doge being our leader. We are behind it. I am behind it. If I'm in it, it's gonna be successful.
1: Sure. Yeah. You often hear that uh the church is not a building, it's the people that make up the church. That makes the church. And so Dogecoin. Yeah, 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 It, it could be percent, yeah. now not not to not to tie it into religion, but it could be the church of Doge that you, you're involved in and, and you like that community and you're riding with them, right? So talking talking about riding with a group of people, Dogecoin has has been pretty volatile, right? It's been up and down. You, oh wow, I've made a ton of money. I lost it all. Oh wow, look, we can buy a we can buy a boat. Uh never mind, we're gonna have to take out a second mortgage. Do you advise people to ride the wave? that? Or, or are you going to get off the beach soon as far as the Dogecoin uh, swing goes? Let me say, Quint,
2: diamond hands.
1: Diamond hands. Diamond
2: freaking hands all the way. All now, right, If I take now, a dollar that. out, that's a hold, hold dollar that.
1: I lose. Now, for people that are listening, that is the perfect way to answer a realistic question if you are in, involved in the stock market. If someone says, hey, aren't you worried that you're going to lose a lot of money? You simply say, diamond strong hands, hold the line to the moon. That's all you have to say, right? So, Thad, That's go it. ahead if, if you want to add That's anything like to that. But basically, that was
2: your that was your scapegoat. It's like, a, it's like one of those telemarketer prompt sheets, really. I have one with me daily of all those phrases. But at the end of the day, you're talking about how this – we're talking Monday. All right, this could come out Wednesday. We don't know. All I know is, I mean, they're going to be in two places. Is probably by wednesday right where i'm at here or six feet under a pile of doge coins uh, Dogecoin. Nice. Uh, Dogecoin. yeah
1: all right so that that took a, a twist nice. there, and, and that was a great way of saying it um another serious question uh fad now you've already used up like you said your telemarketer uh, outline as far as what you're supposed to say whenever people ask you serious questions about how you're losing a lot of money What do you tell the people that say Dogecoin is a useless cryptocurrency that has no business being public and is dangerous to the fabric and the idea of the economy?
2: What I say there, paper hands. Paper hands. All right, that's like paper mache hands right there. That's glass. That's not diamond. They might look shiny, but these people can't hold for nothing. All right, they don't see the future. They don't see potential. They're too scared to get in. And guess what? No one who ever accomplished anything in their life just sat and complained. Much wow. Much wow. Much money. Much stonk.
1: To Andy. The moon. Andy, do you think that you have diamond strong hands or or have has there been any sort of you know inclination that your hands might be paper? Man, when 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 stonks get volatile, they're still going
0: up, but they're just they're getting volatile. Um it, it can be tempting when you watch some of the, those profit swings go up and down to to uh, maybe paper hand this, maybe sell a few shares right. here and there, but you got to live by the motto. And the motto is that scared money doesn't make money.
1: Scared money doesn't make money. So there are a lot of things that, you know, you can put on a t-shirt that have been said today on today's episode. Um, and scared money doesn't make money, uh, is one of those things. I think that that's another motto that if you don't have that on your list, uh, to respond to, uh, you know, whenever your your mom or your dad calls and says, hey, what's this? I, I got a call from the bank saying that, uh, you know, you, you you changed banks because uh, they wouldn't allow you to put more money into Dogecoin. You know, th- questions like that that we've talked about uh, and we've discussed, on, you know, on a personal level. And I apologize if that was a little bit intrusive, but that no, can be added. OK, yeah, that can be added to, uh, you know, your list of things that you can describe. And, and for people that are listening to the podcast, Thad continually just holds up his hands and uh, this is this is really bad podcasting, but that is is signifying that his hands are diamond strong. So anytime I ask a question that might be attacking him as far as his stance on Dogecoin, he simply holds up his hands to recognize and let everyone else know that his hands are diamond strong. Last question, Thad. Should everyone take all of their money out of their bank accounts and put it into Dogecoin? Now, uh, remember, you are you are also not a financial advisor, but, you know, just speaking freely because this is a free country, what would you say?
2: Yes, you're absolutely right. I am no way, shape, or form a, uh, a financial advisor uh, yet, as I might Wow, yeah, yeah, exactly,
1: right, because you'll yeah. be on the moon, maybe. You can set up a financial advising exactly. place I'll on the, the moon. Up
2: there for sure. Yeah. There's definitely possibilities up there. Uh, I say, w- what do you got to lose? Um, you know, nothing, absolutely nothing, because here's the thing. It's not like I'm throwing this at, at you know, a t-shirt. Okay. I'm, I'm throwing this at something that's going to hold value. And what did we say? We said stonks only go up. Right. And what's up? What's up?
1: S- stonks? The moon, the moon oh, is okay. up. Moon okay. Okay. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Stonks and the moon. Yeah. Both of those things are up. Right.
2: So, it's we even banks anymore. You're talking about stuff that's in the past right now.
1: Right. So banks will become obsolete because you can simply put all of your money into Dogecoin. Um, I would like to live in a world where instead of an ATM, there is just a Doge on the street. Maybe not a not a physical Doge, but like a machine that looks like a Doge, and you can just walk up and get Dogecoin out of it. I think that would you be. Yeah. Pet it though, right?
0: You have to like. Pet pet it. It. You
1: say you say good yeah. boy. You say good boy, and then. Yeah much wow. He says much wow. And then money comes out of it. Now that is something that I can get behind. I think everyone can get behind. Um, But we've discussed a lot as far as stonks and GameStop mania and Dogecoin. We focused a little bit too much probably on Dogecoin, but it is important to talk about. And I'm glad we had this conversation. Any closing thoughts or statements uh, from you guys before we wrap this episode up? Because it's been a brilliant episode. This might be one uh, that, you know, ends up in the podcast hall of fame one day.
0: Well, this one might be in the uh, the documentaries for, for Dogecoin and for Game Stonk.
1: Right. Both. That's, we're covering our bases, yes. But mm-hmm. any any strong uh, thoughts before we close this out, Andy?
0: Man, it's just that if you, if you think about selling your stonks, not your stocks, you can sell your stocks all day long. If right. you're thinking about selling your stocks turn your phone off, turn your computer off, go for a walk, go somewhere for a week, and then come back and check it.
1: And, and it'll be to the moon. It'll be there. It'll be something. Exactly. Okay, so, and Thad, you, you've spoke a lot on Dogecoin. Uh, you, you've you got a little bit of experience with stocks. Any, any final words on this whole matter?
2: Hey, man, I don't want to contradict anything at all that we've said so far, but uh, AMC, let's keep busting AMC out. All right, GameStop, we're still there with you. GME, I'm down 21% today. No big deal at all. Tomorrow's a new day. We're going to hit it hard. AMC, Dogecoin, let's hit it hard to the moon. Look at these. What are these? Diamond strong hands. Diamond strong hands right there. Diamond
1: strong hands. Hold for gold to the moon. This has been episode 158 of All You Need to Know. We covered everything that you could have covered about Stonks, GameStop, and Dogecoin. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Andy Gibson. And I'm Thad Buchanan. And we'll see you guys on the moon.